This episode of Ham Talk Live is brought to you by Tower Electronics. For connectors, cables, and more, call 920-435-2973 or visit pl-259.com. And by ICOM. Heard it? Worked it? Logged it. Visit www.icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information about ICOM radios. It's Ham Radio. Good evening, everyone. It's time for Ham Talk Live, episode number 221. The Newsline Young Ham of the Year 2020, Chris Bro, KD8YVJ, recorded live on Thursday, July 30th, 2020. I'm your host, Neil Rapp, WB9VPG. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Ham Talk Live. Tonight, we'll be joined by Chris Bro, KD8YVJ, and Don Wilbanks, AE5DW, and we'll take your calls live in just a few minutes. Last week, Eric Guth, 4Z1UG, was here to talk about the QSO Today podcast virtual ham expo if you missed the show you can listen anytime at hamtalklive.com or on your favorite podcast app or on youtube or you can catch the rebroadcast of ham talk live every saturday afternoon at about 3 30 p.m eastern over on 5085 a.m wtww down near nashville tennessee it's 5085 a.m Saturday afternoons. Well, uh, one last reminder here. Uh, the deadline is tomorrow for the Intrepid DX Group's Youth SA Dream Rig Contest. Uh, the prize is an IC7300, and it's a two-page essay answering two questions. What are your amateur radio goals, and what can we do to attract more youth to amateur radio. It's open to U.S. amateur license holders ages 19 or younger. Go to intrepid-dx.com or intrepid-dx on Facebook for all the rules and how to enter again. Uh, the deadline is tomorrow, so you got to get that in. All right, uh, get your questions ready to go for Chris and Don, and if you're listening to us live on Thursday night, you can call us after the interview by calling the telephone number 859-982-7373. We'll give that out again here again in just a second. Uh, so you can write it down, have it ready. It's not time to call in yet, but uh, we'll take your calls later on in the show. You can also send a question via Twitter. Our Twitter handle is at HamTalkLive. We'll be listening and uh, watching uh, for calls and tweets throughout the night. And again, the phone number 859 859- Nine eight two seventy three seventy three, and I'll be back with Chris and Don, and uh, we'll have a chance for you to win a Ham Talk Live T-shirt tonight. Right after this word from Icom America, right here on Ham Talk Live. Get out and be active with Icom's new IC seven hundred five and its optional multi-function backpack. 
The IC705 is your perfect QRP companion as you have base station features and functionality at the tip of your fingers and a portable package covering HF, 6 meters, 2 meters, and 70 centimeters. This compact rig weighs in at just 1 kilo or a little over 2 pounds. With RF direct sampling for most of the HF band and IF sampling for frequencies above 25 megahertz and that large 4.3 inch color touch screen with live band scope and waterfall. The IC705 does 5 watts with a BP272 battery or 10 watts with a 13.8 volt DC power supply. Has sideband CW, AM, FM, and full D-Star functions. A micro USB connector, Bluetooth, and wireless LAN. Integrated GPS with an antenna and GPS logger. A micro SD card slot. A speaker mic comes standard and supports QRP operations. The perfect accessory for your 705 is the optional backpack LC192 with a special compartment for your IC705 and room for accessories for soda activations or just a day in the park. Make sure you visit icomamerica.com slash amateur for more information on ICOM radios. And register now for QSO Today's groundbreaking Virtual Ham Expo. This expo will be filled with virtual exhibits and guest speakers, all from the convenience of your computer, tablet, or smartphone. Visit qsotodayhamexpo.com to register. Two antennas met on a roof, fell in love, and got married. The ceremony wasn't much, but the reception was excellent. You're listening to Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp. Welcome back to Ham Talk Live. Thanks to ICOM for sponsoring the show. Check them out at icomamerica.com slash amateur. And our guests tonight, we have two of those. First one, Chris Bro, KD8YVJ, 17 years old, from Liberty Township, Ohio. who's the 2015 ARRL Hyward Percy Maxim Memorial Award winner. And Chris is actively involved with Westchester Amateur Radio Association, WCHBOA, and a tour guide at their club station and at the Voice of America Museum of Broadcasting. Chris has demonstrated ham radio at summer camps for Boy Scouts. He's one of the hosts on the uh, heiress video that all the schools see right before their heiress contact, uh, and the social media director and director's assistant for the Youth on the Air camp. He is a senior at St. X, or St. Xavier High School, uh, as we tend to call it, St. X, and uh, plans on pursuing a degree in aviation, and he is um, also the second person to portray Hammy, the Ham Talk Live mascot. Also with us tonight, Ham Radio's Don Wilbanks, AE5DW. He joins us once again tonight from Bickyune, Mississippi. You know him from Amateur Radio Newsline and Ham Nation. His day job is working at the High Art Media radio stations in New Orleans, producing commercials. And as a former on-air personality, he's a native of Shawnee, Oklahoma, first licensed in 1995. He has an extra class license and an active volunteer examiner, and he also wears a kilt to certain weddings. 
And his son was the first to portray Hammy at the Ham Talk Live mascot. And uh, my son graduated, uh, finally had his, his graduation ceremony from college last night. So we're very thrilled about that. Yeah, that was that actually Tyler. was. Yeah, congratulations, Tyler. That actually was the first thing on my list that I wrote in because we were watching last night, uh, Tyler's graduation ceremony. And I noticed that Tyler got to do something. I don't know if he planned this and thought it out or if it was just him being silly spontaneously. But when he when he got his picture with the guy holding the diploma cover, yep. since he wasn't allowed to touch the diploma cover because of all the COVID stuff, right. he actually did something <clears throat> that normally you wouldn't be able to do in one of those pictures. He gave the two thumbs up. He did. He and did. normally and you wouldn't be able to do that because you're holding the, you know, the diploma cover thing. So he, he got a rare opportunity there. I'll tell you something else that he did, that he did the same thing for his high school graduation two years ago. He had a bag of chicken nuggets from McDonald's underneath his gown. <laughs> he, was, guy. He, was, he was snacking during the uh, dur- during the uh, um, during the ceremony. That's my boy. And by the way, hey, call is November 7, Tango Mike Whiskey, which happened to be his yeah. initial. So very, very proud of him. Yeah, we're very proud of Tyler. And and, and um, he, he graduated and had the party, and now he's graduated again. So he, he, he's got to celebrate like three times now. As, uh, as the, the Cajuns say down here, he granulated and he got his diplomat. There you go. Right. Yeah, yeah. I had I had to um, laugh. Actually, Julie, I think, is the one who brought it up uh, when when the young lady gave her graduation speech from the, you know, for on behalf of the class and said, "Graduating." Graduate. Well, that's a good. (laughs) We are in South Mississippi, so you know. (laughs) We're lucky. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah. I saw some sneakers, but uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Tyler congratulations once his, again to Tyler. Nope, go ahead. Tyler had his work his work shirt on. He actually he's he's a IT help desk guy at a uh, at the, the corporate office for a uh, a local tire um, retail chain, and they have other businesses as well. So he's doing the corporate help desk thing. He just started that this week. So he actually he had his work shirt on underneath the uh, gown. He had just come from work. Mm, there you go. Well, we got the job done. So, let me apologize for my less than stunner, uh, stunning audio tonight. I'm actually sitting on the back deck here at the uh, palatial uh, Delta Whiskey Mansion uh, here uh, on, on the uh, family compound, and uh, I'm uh, I'm on the MacBook. I'm using some uh, Apple earpod, not earpods, but uh, Apple uh, earbuds, wired earbuds, to uh, get into the MacBook. Because I'm uh, I'm consuming a cigar and we don't do that in the house, so uh, uh, we're uh, we're coming to you from the great outdoors tonight. There you go. Well, you gotta like like being out on the great outdoors and uh, how's life the, at the, the uh, Delta Wi-Fi. Whiskey Mansion there? Uh, life at the uh, the the palatial uh, Delta Whiskey uh, Mansion is beautiful. We'll be uh, getting in the t- in the hot tub later. I almost did the show from the hot tub tonight, but. Uh, uh, I, I didn't there want to electrocute anything, you know. So, well, yeah, there's that. Yeah, yeah. electricity and water. Well, <laughs> not a good thing. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Well, 
we're here to talk about Chris, so I guess we'll talk right. about Right, that's Chris, not why so. you called. You didn't call to hear about me. You called to hear about Chris. So, Are you sure? Because uh, oh, yeah. we can keep talking about you. I don't <laughs> oh, you're the, uh, you're the man of the hour. This could turn into a Dean Martin roast, so you're the man of the hour. Yeah, good. Uh, Ladies and gentlemen, Don Rickles. Uh, we'll get to, we'll get Foster Brooks to come up here as your uh, as your your ham radio licensing mentor. That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? You're too young to know who these people are. I was going to say, don't say those, those, they're sunglasses, aren't they? <laughs> no, that's Foster Grant. Oh, Foster Grant. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I'm drinking and you're drunk. How does that work? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> who knows? All right, well, well, we've got the, the 2020, and we'll, we'll get the full name in here, the Bill Pasternak WA6ITF Memorial Amateur Radio Newsline Young Ham of the Year with us tonight. So, And that's all the tell time us. we have, ladies and gentlemen. Good night. Thank yep. you. Okay, good night. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Don't forget to tip your waiter. Oh. Uh, so... Tell us a little bit about uh, about the award here and, okay. and what all's been going on with that and and about Chris. Well, the uh, the award started uh, again by Bill Pasternak, WA six ITF, in nineteen eighty six. So we have a long history of uh, of young hams of the year. There's only one year that we didn't award it, and that was because, quite frankly, um, the nominees weren't stellar enough we didn't think um there's a pretty high bar and every year the bar gets higher so we have done this except for one year since 1986 and uh, when uh, bill pasternak uh, passed away became a silent key in 2015 we added his name to the award as a memorial to his commitment to recognizing the accomplishments of young people in the amateur radio service and uh, I have to mention uh, CQ Magazine, Yezu USA are the primary sponsors of the award. Also, Heil Sound Limited and Radio Waves Antenna Company. And we could not do this without our corporate sponsor. Let me uh, let me just read you a little bit of um, of um, of what uh, earned Chris this award. Um, his father was his guide in amateur radio, Jocelyn Bro, KD8 uh, VRX. Uh, Chris recalled car trips, watching and listening to his dad operate mobile. We could be on a trip somewhere, Chris said. This is from the the press release. Chris said, we could be on a trip somewhere. We'd be talking to people along the way. It seemed like a lot of fun. As you mentioned, uh, Chris is a member of the Dayton Amateur Radio uh, Association, the Westchester Amateur Radio Association, and the Ohio Valley Experimenters Club. He's an honor student uh, in his senior year, or entering his senior year at St. Xavier, St. Xavier High School in Cincinnati. He helped restart the school's amateur radio club, W8GYH. He's earned recognition for his many achievements, including the Hiram Percy Maxim Award in 2015, the Ohio Section Special Recognition Award in 2016, the Great Lakes Division Young Amateur of the Year in 2017. Uh, That year, Chris was invited to join the Dave Coulter Youth DX Adventure in Costa Rica, where he worked the stations along with former Young Ham of the Year, Bryant Rascal, KG5HVO, from 2018, also, Austin Harris, W8CCS, that made more than 3,100 contacts, which I believe is a record. Chris, is that true? I want to say it is, but I honestly, I can't remember to tell you the truth. I, I have to look. I want to say it is. Uh, correct me if it I'm wrong. It was a record at the time. I do know that. Yeah, at the time. Yeah. It was right. 
So Chris also helped in the planning of an amateur radio on the International Space Station contact in 2016. Spoke with astronaut Kate Rubens, KG5FYJ, while she flew overhead. As you mentioned, uh, uh, he's the social media director for the Youth on the Air organization, a contesting mentor for youth who are involved in its programs, a tour guide, like we said, at the National Voice of America uh, Museum of Broadcasting in Westchester, Ohio. If you have not seen that, you need to go. Every American needs to know about the history of the VOA uh, there in Westchester, Ohio. He actively assists in mentoring youth, uh, young operators at its amateur radio station there, WC8VOA, a killer station. Chris also works annually with his dad on putting youth on the air in the annual Jamboree on the Air in October. He's been a presenter at the Dayton Youth Forum in 2017, the Orlando Hamcation in 2017. And he recently started working part-time at his uh, local regional airport, and he was invited to take flying lessons. He's pursuing his private pilot's license. He's exploring a career in aviation as a commercial pilot, and he has a killer setup for a flight sim at home. I, I was able to visit uh, their home here when I went up to Neil's wedding, and uh, that's a, that's a sweet little setup. I'm I'm very envious of that being a a guy who uh, came within a few hours of soloing to get my private had to stop because well the the job ended and airplanes fly on money, but nonetheless uh, Chris is is on his way to earning his wings, and uh, we could not be more proud to have uh, Chris Bro as our 2020 Bill Pasternak WA6ITF. Memorial Amateur Radio Newsline Young Ham of the Year. And uh, normally we present this award at the Huntsville Ham Fest the third weekend in October. But because of the COVID-19 ham uh, pandemic, that ham fest was canceled. And uh, I was able to present him the award at Neil's wedding. We're very uh, we're very thrilled, uh, Chris, that you're representing us as the 2020 Young Ham of the Year. Congratulations. Thank you, Don. Appreciate it. And I also, uh, I met Chris... When he was 12 years old, I was standing at, at Dayton in the Hera Arena at the uh, Ham Nation booth. I think uh, Bob Heil was there. There may have been a couple of other people there. And uh, this gentleman came up with his young son, who I believe, Chris, you were 12 at the time. And uh, I think you had just missed earning your technician ticket by one or two questions. And uh, as I recall, you were just a little bit bummed, and we did our best to, to uh, encourage you and cheer you on. And it wasn't long after that uh, that you uh, you earned your your amateur radio ticket, and uh, uh, you uh, you hit the ground running, and uh, and you're still running, and and uh, I expect uh, good things to come of you and your amateur radio career uh, over your lifetime, and I am honored as I can be uh, to be your friend. Well, thank you. Yeah, Dayton was fun. I think it was our first year going, yeah. and we only had the day. We had some other stuff planned, and my father had just become a ham, so we're like, we'll just go up for the day, see what it's like. Um, took the test, missed it by one point, like you said, and uh, wasn't real happy, obviously. Um, but we were like, we can either try and take the test again, which maybe I would have gotten it, but we were like, we kind of want to see what this whole hair arena thing is. So. Yeah. Decided to explore around instead, met you and Mr. Heil and all the wonderful folks at Ham Nation and in the community, and it was, a, it was a great time. You know, having not been around that test session at, uh, at Hera, but I am a VE, and I've been involved in a lot of test sessions, all of them, you know, small local ham fest. I cannot even imagine um, what the pressure must be like to take your test at Hera. I actually, uh, my, my son, Tyler, was talking about maybe taking his test at Hera or at a large ham fest, and I said, no, if 
let's do it at the local club because there's going to be a whole lot less pressure. And uh, I, I talk a little bit about that because I can't even imagine the experience of taking a test at pretty much the largest ham fest in the world. I didn't honestly feel too pressured. Also, like for me, since I'm from here, you know, Dayton is just big city up the road. It's not, you know, everybody's like, oh, my God, it's the mecca of ham radio. And it's this big convention on, you know, 12 year old Chris mine. I'm like, oh, yeah, there's a museum and Wright Brothers stuff. And it's up the road like an hour or so. So I was like, you know, this is just going to take the test. And. I'd studied a little bit. I'd read through uh, Gordon West's book and done all that. And I was like, I think I'm ready. Went for it and missed it by one. So I was like, I'm almost ready. Got to go back and reread. But um, honestly, I wasn't too pressured just because I didn't comprehend how big it was and what it was. Plus, I had done the test before I went. I think if I had done it the other way around and gone first and then tried to take the test, I probably would have been more nervous. Yeah. Well, you got it, and that's the important thing, and uh, you're doing great things, and we're so proud of you. Thank you. We yeah. really are. Yeah, I Eli, remember... I can't, uh, I, I can't oh, be more excited about this young man. I really can't. Yeah, I remember uh, meeting him and, and Jocelyn at the, at Hamvention as well, but I think it was a year later, and uh, I was uh, working with uh, one of my students uh, at the, uh, the big... Uh, uh, super station that they had set up out in the out in the vestibule, and uh, so they had this great big huge automatic 2KW amplifier that was al- almost running below the legal limit, right. and <laughs> yeah, the biggest <laughs> and best radios, and you know just you know they they just decked it out with everything and. Uh, so it was your chance to, you know, to operate one of these huge stations and, and here comes Chris in, in his, in his hat and, and, oh, and Jocelyn and, and, uh, <laughs> hung around cause I was covering for, um, for, uh, I don't know, Emmett, right, uh, the radio waves guy. He, he was kind of heading that up. And so I was kind of covering right. for him. So, so they came along, and so I got him, you know, set up on on the radio, and, and they took off and running, and snap, happened to snap a couple of pictures, and then sent them to my friend uh, Gary West, KADEV, who was in the same club, and we kind of finally made contact there and started working together, and now we're we're working together on this whole Yoda thing. And I'm, I'm actually a member of the club over there now and, and spend some time over there. So it's been, uh, it's been great to have Chris around and, and I get to see, uh, firsthand what he does. Um, yeah, we, we work together with, uh, the, uh, youth contesting program and, and he was mentoring, uh, Patrick, uh, another young ham in, in the uh, Cincinnati area. And uh, we just kind of showed him, you know, okay, here's what you do, and and off he went. And so um, couldn't couldn't be more proud of. Uh, and Chris of your is a Chris is a Chris is a first class operator too. I the first time I talked to Chris on the radio, it was field day two or three years ago, I think. And I actually got Chris twice. I got Chris on, I believe it was twenty meters early uh, in in the twenty four hour period. 
And again, on 40 meters in the last hour or so of the 24-hour period. And to hear this young man on the radio is a true joy, especially at field day, because being a young, you were probably uh, 15 at the time, I think, when, when we did that field day contact. And, and listening to you, is like you, it sounded like you'd been on the air for all your life. And I listened to uh, I listened to you call the local uh, uh, the local net on uh, I guess it's VHF UHF whatever repeater that yeah the UHF or VHF repeater there in, in Westchester at the VOA. I listened on Echolink and was able to check in uh, a couple of weeks ago. And yeah, you're a first class operator. I mean, you 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 yeah you you know what you're doing, and it's just um. I'm kind of awestruck. I really am. I mean, appreciate I, it. I don't, that was, I don't get starstruck easily I re- because I've been in radio for 40 years and I've been around big people. But when you are around someone who does something really, really well, and especially better than you, I, I don't consider myself a, a real good operator because I just don't have the time to get on the radio that much. But listening to you, I'm sitting there thinking, my God, I wish I was as good as this kid. Appreciate it, Don. Yeah, that was um, the first field day. I want to say it was, let's see, probably 12 still. It was right after Dayton. And um, I was Mike Shy, so I only made one or two contacts. Right. Well, you weren't Mike When when we did our contact, you were not Mike Shy at all. Yeah, no. That was the next year. Yeah. And um, I think I made... 700 or 800 contacts that field day yeah so it was it was was fun um this year i didn't really do it just because i had worked that weekend and stuff came up but hopefully next year i'll do it again at the club and uh try and do a little bit longer especially now that i'm older and it an all-nighter doesn't seem like well you know when you're 13 an all-nighter sounds impossible yeah when you're 18 going into college an all-nighter is nothing so <laughs> different, a little bit different yeah, yeah. you got it mindset yeah a little so i was mindset. like well maybe i'll do field day and i'll run the night shift or something so well let's um let's let's hear about um so you you uh you're in your senior year you're you're going to be going into your senior year in high school um you're working at the local airport you've decided that you're going to make a career in aviation um, what are the college plans that we're talking about here? Um, so the college plans are currently a lot of people recently have done aviation through college and there's ways to get uh, your commercial ratings and instrument ratings, all the different ratings you need to fly um, through college. And so I'm probably going to do that. Um, I might do ROTC or Air Force Reserve or something of that nature on the side yeah. to help pay for it or just to get military experience. Um, just because I've heard it's a good backup and everything. And I was Absolutely. like, that, you know, yeah. Um, so I'm probably going to do that on the side um, just to help with it. But I'm planning on going either. There's a couple of schools in state. So like Bowling Green and Kent State, uh, Ohio State have um the Ohio State and then Ohio University, just because the two get confused. Um, they both, all four of those have aviation programs and they're in state. So that's definitely an option options for me just because of the cost and everything. Um, and then out of state, there's some good ones too. There's St. Louis University, which like St. Xavier, like my high school, um, is also a Catholic university. So 
uh, that would be just like for the religious aspect. And um, right. I believe there's a little bit of scholarship for that as well. That's it, easier to obtain. So I was like, that's definitely an option as well. Um, trying to think where else Purdue over in Indiana mm-hmm. um, is definitely one. And then I know in Florida there's Embry Riddle, which is like the big. Yeah. I was going to mention Embry Riddle. Yeah. Yes. I'm looking there. I'm not too sure yet, but um, I know my parents are like, it's Florida. So, you know, it's not like there's winter or anything like here. No, so, but yeah, hurricanes. That's a lot. That's of fun. true. Which and it's a lot of fun to watch. Um, to watch. Uh, uh, it's, it's not Avweb, but it's uh, one of the flight trackers, and watch all the planes depart Embry Riddle uh, when the hurricanes come through, because all the students get to move the airplanes out of state, out of the uh, out of the path of the storm. And so to watch uh, the flight tracker website is is pretty amazing. You see all these um, all these these uh, tail numbers ending in ER. And those are all the Embry Riddles, and they take off about a half hour to forty five minutes apart, and there's just a line of them flying to like someplace in Tennessee or something. It's 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 funny as it can be to watch yeah, the flight. I remember seeing that. Uh, I believe it was last year when we had the hurricane come through. I mean, obviously it didn't come through Ohio, but down south where you guys are. And I remember uh, someone got like the ATC recording, and it's just one after the other yeah. after the other requesting right. clearance over to right. uh, wherever they were going. Right. Yeah, it's, 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 it's pretty amazing to watch. All right, well, we're going to take a break here, and then we're going to come back. We'll take some calls, and uh, we'll take some, some tweets and comments and all that stuff uh, when we come back with Chris and Don right after this word from Tower Electronics right here on Ham Talk Live. Hey, honey, have you seen the PL259s anywhere? No, I haven't. Come on, kids. Let's go. There's just one place to go for all of your connector needs. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. A giant warehouse of connectors and adapters for every occasion. Thousands to choose from in every shape, size, and color. And they have antennas, soldering supplies, cables, meters, and more. Where do you go if you want to buy a connector at a fraction of retail cost? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. And this weekend only, take advantage of our special liquidation sale. Buy nine solder type PL259s, get the tenth one for just one penny. They make great Christmas presents. And what better way to say I love you than with the gift of a PL259? Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. Tower Electronics. I'm Scott, KB9AMM of Tower Electronics. I like the PL259 connectors so much, I bought the company. Tower Electronics, coming to a ham fest near you or online at pl-259.com. And we're in the yellow pages under Amateur Radio Connectors. My, wherever did you get that lovely PL259? Tower Electronics, pl-259.com or call 920-435-2973. Do we sell PL259 connectors? Join the conversation. Give us a call at 859-982-7373. Again, the number to call is 859-982-7373. Or, if you'd rather type than talk, tweet us at Ham Talk Live. Now, here's Neil Rapp with more Ham Talk Live. Ham Talk Live with Neil Rapp.
Welcome back to Hamtalk Live. Tower Electronics has a couple of ham fests they're going to be at. Uh, Angola, Indiana on August 8th and Winchester, Indiana, August 15th. But you can visit them anytime at pl-259.com. Hamtalk Live is on the air every Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, right here on hamtalklive.com. And be sure to check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And uh, it's time for your calls right now. So if you have a question or comment for Chris or Don, give us a call. And let me give you the phone number again. It's 859-982-7373. You can tweet us at Hamtalk Live. If you're listening to us on WTWW or on the podcast edition, you won't find anybody home because not there it's thursday night or when we're recording this and tonight we're giving away a ham talk live t-shirt for the best call or tweet of the night uh thanks to tanner jones w9twj for donating a shirt to give away so uh we'll give away a shirt tonight for the the best call or tweet so uh, again the number 859-982-7373 73 and Don, you know that this this guy Chris kind of kind of decided to make this whole thing a surprise. Yeah, this is great. Um I found out that that Chris was the young ham of the year and so I knew that that our uh, our young ham of the year um chairman uh Mark Abramovich NT3V was going to call Chris to do an interview for uh, the audio piece that we did for uh, for, for amateur radio newsline. And so, um, the funny thing is Chris texts me and he says, um, cause he knew I was coming up to, to your wedding. And I figured, well, this is perfect because I, it will be the perfect opportunity. I'm trying to pull up the, um, the, the text now. Here we go. Um, <laughs> um, I was coming up I'm to your wedding. Up, make sure you're not lying. I've got it. I've got it right. Yes. I, 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 I so I said, well, this is going to be great because I'm coming up to, to, to the wedding. And I figured, well, we'll just give it to, we can do the award like at, in the, uh, at Neil's wedding. We'll just, I can present it to him there and, uh, maybe at the reception or something. And, and Neil, you were so gracious to say, Hey, do you want to get up and I'm like, no, I don't want to do that because it's, it's your day. I, you know, it's, uh, but this is so funny. So he says, I know Mark, this is, this is, uh, the text from Chris. Friday, July 10, 2.28 p.m. I know Mark wants me to tell my mom and dad, but I'm just going to let them be surprised. And I'm like, oh, that's funny. And then he says, does Neil know? And I said, yes. So, Because um, I knew you were going to be uh, coming over to drop some s- supplies off and uh, yeah. help out. Yeah. And so, so I wanted to make sure Neil didn't say anything when he came over either. So. <laughs> so here's, here's, how it, here's how it went down. We're, we're sitting at the table. It's a, it's a table of eight at the wedding. And uh, there was another couple who are uh, uh, um, old friends of yours, Neil. And that's how we figured out that your name is actually Rusty. Oh, yeah. You, uh, you must have been talking to Dave. Yeah. And so your name is Rusty. And because of my attire at the, um, at the wedding, I am now known as Kilt Boy. And... Uh, uh, Chris, just your mother just texted me, by the way. Rusty and Kilt Boy, Thursday evening entertainment. There we so, go. Seems about right. It's the Rusty ah. and Kilt Boy show with uh, 
with, with uh, the former um, Cincinnati Short Rib, who was, of course, that's your blues name because you're in our blues band. And uh, but although short rib no more, you were a you were a head shorter than me when I met you at least, and now you're a head taller than me at least. So you have graduated from being a short rib to a full rack. But anyway, so here's the cool thing: we're sitting there at this table, and I've got this Walmart bag with a padded envelope in it, and I'm just sitting there. And and, and uh, I told your 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 dad, I said, yeah, I got something I'm going to bring to Chris. He had no idea what it was. So you kept it a secret, and I said, here, I'm just going to, here, Chris, just let me just give this to you now. And so he pulls this plaque out and shows it to his parents, and you could see their chins drop under their face masks. It was the most priceless thing, and I got, I have a, I have a picture of that moment. And I wish that the face masks were not there, because I know that, that their, their tongues would have hit the floor, because it was the most priceless picture, and I'm, I'm, I'm so glad that, that you were able to surprise them with that, because, you know, it's kind of, I think... If, if we were to do this at the Huntsville Ham Fest, it's kind of, I don't know if I want to say anticlimactic, but it's like the surprise is gone. You know, there's, yeah. there's you know that you're going to get up on stage and we're going to spend 20 minutes or so talking with you and, and, and letting you talk and everything. But it was a, it was kind of a neat experience to be able to do that at Neil's wedding because it was very intimate. It was just us, um, yep. a bunch of friends sitting around. And the fact that you were able to surprise your parents with that, and I was able to experience that with with my wife. It was the first time that uh, that you guys had met my wife Dawn, which was just very very cool. Now, your mother Kim and and and, and my wife Dawn, I think, are now BFFs. So um, that's a cool thing. I, I just wish that that you guys lived closer to us, or we lived closer to you, or whatever. But um, nonetheless, uh, the fact that you were able to surprise your parents at neil's wedding to me was just like the best idea ever so congrats on yeah i want to apologize to mark first because he the first thing he said after he told me was tell your parents Mm -hmm. i completely disregarded that and i was like (laughs) no i'm not gonna do that i'm gonna wait no but (laughs) i was like okay it's gonna happen at neil's wedding neil's wedding is i don't know like mm, 12 hours away i was like i think they can wait 12 hours it was perfect it was absolutely perfect, uh, and and I, actually, um, Mark agrees. He's like, "Oh, that was the best." I'm so glad that he didn't tell his parents. So, no, it was uh, one of the, it was the most unique uh, awards presentation for Young Ham of the Year that I've been involved with in my 25 years with the organization. It was just it was priceless. Everything just worked in the middle well, of the only the only one that hasn't been at Huntsville. That's true. Well, that, that's all right because next year. Um, we'll have you up on stage, uh, and we will um, we'll, we'll do it all at Huntsville again. Um, so be sure and next year, be sure and bring your award because we want to have a picture of you and the 2021 uh, Young Ham winner next year at Huntsville, which is uh, yeah, we're about to, that will be what uh, 13 months away from now. Yep, right at. Okay, so I want to know whose wedding are we going to crash next summer? I don't know. I don't know anybody getting married. Yeah, me neither. Yeah, you don't have any plans, do you, Chris? No, I do not. <laughs> it's a little early for that, Don. A little bit, yeah, yeah. Hold on, a little on bit. As long yeah. as you can. Yeah, but you know, hey, hey, listen. The heart wants the heart wants what it wants. When I moved to New Orleans, and this is totally off off subject, but the heart wants what it wants. I was fresh out of a divorce, moved to New Orleans, met my wife my first night back on the radio in New Orleans on the request line of all places. So I'm batting 50-50 on the request line. And my priest at my church in Oklahoma City 
uh, gave me, before I moved, gave me the worst advice ever. He said, don't go down there and fall in love with some girl. And I avoided it like the plague, I'm telling you. But I, I literally, one night driving home from her house after dropping her off after a date, I had to literally pull over on the side of the road and throw my hands up in surrender and, and look up at the sky, well, through the, the, the ceiling of the roof of the car and say, okay, God, I, this is the plan, I guess. I'm going to trust you. And we'll be celebrating our 36th wedding anniversary coming up um, in September. So, hey, the heart wants what it wants. And when it's right, it's right. So, you know, you can't fight destiny. But, yeah, you're a little young. Let's not think about that yet. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's hold off and, on that and, a little and bit. And if I'm not I mistaken, say, if this was your first that, wedding to attend, right? Uh, first that I remember, yeah. Oh, wow. Well, that, that, it's, it's going to be uh, – it's going to be a tough act to follow. Tyler's first concert was Motley Crue on their farewell tour, and that's going to be a tough uh-huh. act to follow as well. So, yeah, um, yeah, th- this wedding is going to be a tough act to follow, I think. Yeah, I he, say, he came I don't up know and asked me getting married. So, yeah, he came up and asked me like, "What? What's going on? What? What? What are we doing here? <laughs> this reception?" And I'm like, "Haven't you been to a wedding before, boy?" <laughs> Yeah, no. That's all right. We all convened over to his house for the party after the party. Uh, oh, that was the party after the party. Okay. Yeah. Don and I went over to uh, uh, Kim and Jocelyn's house and uh, we got to hear Chris play piano for us, which uh, that was a talent I did not know that you had. And you did a fine job. It's a, sec- it's a secret one. Well, it, it's, it, it's secret. It, no more. Oh, it was, uh, yeah, it's on this show, so I there's at least five people that. that heard it. <laughs> we, very, we very much enjoyed that, and I know that you're, I know that your mom's listening and, and your dad. So um, thank you so much for for having us over that night. That was just that was the best. Seriously. Hi, baby. My wife just walked in. She was over yeah. at the across the way for a birthday party. So. Yeah, there she is, and and she got the the. the uh, official photographer duties. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, there were some. Uh, uh, well, I, uh, yeah. Well, I think I think Chris's mom took the picture of uh, me, you, Chris, and his dad. I think Kim. Took oh, okay. That one. He, she Kim took that one. All right. Yeah, yeah. I knew Don had had some of them. Somebody yeah. took a picture somewhere. Exactly. <laughs> somewhere. There, was, there was actually the photographic picture. evidence. Yeah, to be used to. That's right. With circles and arrows and a paragraph on the back to be used as evidence against us. That that's Wait, another. Uh, that see, you don't. You're too young for that too. But Neil knows. So uh, Neil knows what that is. I'm sure. That's uh, a <laughs> yeah. Thanksgiving staple. That is the uh, Alice's restaurant. I just got confused on the against us part, but listen okay. to Alice's restaurant. Okay. Arlo, Arlo, not Arlo, but. Uh, Neil, should I listen Hello, to this Guthrie. man's advice? Or? Oh, Guthrie, uh, well, yeah, well, this is, this is Will Banks we're talking about now. It's a exactly, that's all I'm asking you first. Arlo Guthrie's um, Alice's Restaurant and Massacre. Yes, you must listen. Oh, I think I've heard yeah. that, actually. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll back him up on that one. Well, let's see. Chris A four CB says hello, and John Knott in for JTK. Uh, was excited about uh, about the mention of Embry Riddle because it's just down the road from him in Daytona Beach. So, and, and John's going to be on the show next week, actually. So we'll talk about that here uh, when we sign off. But uh, 
but it, it was cool. I, I was glad. And, and yeah, Chris called me and said, you know, this is your big day. I don't want to get in the way. And it's like, don't worry about it. We've got it all arranged. It, it's not going to, it's not going to interfere. We're, we're, we'll be good. And, uh, but the, the funny thing was I was, I was dropping some stuff off to his dad in the, in the driveway. And, and his dad says, well, he got a call from Mark Abramowitz. Mark Bramowitz <laughs> is trying to get a hold of him. And I, you know, he, I think he's up there on the phone right now. And I'm like, uh, okay, if Mark's calling, you know, that that's a pretty good sign. Well, you know, so I'm glad it all worked out. And let me just add that this year was kind of rare. This doesn't happen very often at all because normally there will be there will be one person one nominee that that is rises to the top the cream rises to the top well this year there was a tie very very rare that there was a tie and mark as the young ham of the year chairperson he breaks the tie so he called um one judge for that had that that was chris's choice and I believe Mason is um, is the other uh, young man. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Neil. You know this young man. Yeah, yep. I believe it's Mason. He was the he was the other uh, nominee. So he he called a judge that that had picked Chris and a judge that had picked Mason, and he picked both of their brains. And they were both like, "That's our guy." There was not one guy that said, "Well, you know what? Maybe one might be better than the other." There was it was an absolute dead two to two tie. And Mark had to make the uh, had to make the decision, and, uh, and I think he chose well. Mason is still young enough that uh, I believe next year um, Mason, if he's nominated, um, he can be nominated because he's still young enough. You have to be eighteen or younger. Um, Chris would have aged out this year, so this would have been Chris's last opportunity, and that had absolutely no bearing whatsoever on the choice. It's just that you edged out the other nominee, and uh, and and good on you. That's all I have to say. You're you're you were you were the right choice for a number of reasons. You were the right choice. Thanks, Stone. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know if Mason's listening or not, but if he is, I mean, I you both know this, but I nominated was nominated for years. Yeah. Um, and it didn't happen until this one. So just right. because you don't get it one year, it doesn't mean it's an end all be all. I mean, just that, keep putting it in. That typically is the, is the, the rule rather than the exception. The person that wins is rarely as far as I know. And I, I have absolutely nothing to do with any of the judging whatsoever. Um, I, I see the nominees when they come in and I put them in the Dropbox folder for the judges and I will look at them, but I have absolutely no say, no input whatsoever. And I don't want any say or input whatsoever. I want total, absolute deniability. I have nothing to do with the judging. Um, but yeah, so, but I do know that uh, for years and years and years of being involved with this, that the person who wins rarely, if ever, um, wins on their first nomination. So, well, we couldn't be uh, more proud of of all our of our young hams, and, and exactly. Chris has been there for many years, and so we're glad that uh, that it 
it finally became his turn and um, he was able to, to do that. And, and I remember him going down to, to uh, Costa Rica and uh, with uh, Bryant and, and Austin and, and getting to talk uh-huh. to uh, all of them down there and getting, I was getting pictures uh, on the, on the, on the, uh, from the airport and the plane ride and down there and everything else on that trip. And so I was able to kind of follow the whole trip and, uh, it was a lot of fun. So I, I'm, I'm really, uh, glad that, uh, we were able to, to recognize Chris and, uh, and all of us at Newsline are, are very, uh, very excited for this and, and we'll, we'll keep on doing it. We'll keep on looking for, uh, for young hams that are that are deserving of this award yeah it was bill pasternak's passion uh he like i said he came up with this idea back in 1986 and youth and education were his passion and this is uh you know we're carrying on in in his footsteps so yeah it's gonna it's gonna keep on as long as we're here and are able to do it we're gonna keep uh, honoring a, a deserving young radio amateur every year all right, I've got one last question to ask Chris about here before we take off. And Chris, if you could pick like one particular mode or one particular aspect of of ham radio to call your favorite, what would it be? Um, that is a really hard, tough question. Yeah, you got me stumped there. Um, uh oh. Yeah, I have, I have a feeling it's probably at some point going to be uh, aeronautical mobile. <laughs> That's what I was yeah. thinking. I'm excited to try that I sooner or later. So. But um, for now, I'd probably say DXing, just because I got to go on the DSP, DXpedition, excuse me, and uh, just because like I, I love just seeing how far I can get in the different places and all that. So, yeah. well, aeronautical go with mobile for now. will definitely help with that. I was going to say, once we get Aeronautical Mobile, that'll probably be the next one. <laughs> Have you fooled with satellites at all yet? Because I've been bitten by bit, that bug. Yeah. Thanks, thanks to uh, Mr. Rap there. He's, he's got me, uh, he's, he's, he's got, he's, uh, bit, the bug has bit me hard here now. Yeah, in so. fact, uh, Chris's dad and I were, were in, in my car uh, doing a little training on that a few months ago over at the museum, so... Uh, no, he's been uh, he's been looking at it, and uh, um, we were we even th- put an arrow antenna in his hand there for a while for the uh, video shoot for the Youth on yeah. the Earth uh, commercial. Yep, right. I was gonna say I've uh, used the arrow in a uh, oh what is it? Is it a ID fifty one A? I think. Yeah, I think it's either that or it's. Uh, the Yesu equivalent, but some something of that nature that works pretty well. Yeah, I've been using the elk, and uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, and the best man in nine KDB, Eric Bonham says, "I knew the secret." So there we go. <laughs> dun, he dun, he dun. knew. The best man knew. There you go. Yeah. It was not. It was nice to meet Eric and everybody else. Uh, all your friends there at the. Uh, uh, at the wedding, and uh, just the fact that that seeing that video of you on your your little uh, tricycle three wheel scooter thing with with the rusty license plate on the front of it, I had to actually pause that, and I told Don, I said, "You've got to come here and look at this. This is brilliant." 
<laughs> one of these days when we have time, we're going to have to hear the origin of the Rusty nickname. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it, there, there's a story there, but, but no, all, the, all the family him, still we'll call me that. In. We'll let them tune in uh, to another tune in episode next week. That. Yeah, That's man, right. Well, yeah, 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 we'll hear about that at some point. But yeah, Dave and Teresa are, are still calling me Rusty. So there yeah. you go. Well, that—that's what I mean. That's those of us at Newsline behind the scenes. We, that thats your name now. So yeah, yeah. you're going to be Rusty from now on. And 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 now you're Kilt Boy. Rusty and Rusty and the Kilt Boy. Rusty right. and the Kilt Boy. That actually has a that has a better ring than than my old morning show in New Orleans, which was um, Blair and the Fat Man. I kind of like Kilt Boy. <laughs> <laughs> that was before the weight loss. Oh me, my so, goodness! Yeah. All right, well, we're going to wrap this thing up here tonight, and I guess we're going to hold over our, our, our shirt because we didn't get anybody. Yeah, we didn't have any call, calls. Called so, in. What if I call? So, what if I call? Yeah, there you go. You can call. Wait a minute! Don't, don't you already have one? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> I was trying to see if you noticed. Yeah, there you go. All right. So, Chris, any, any final words here before we go? Am I allowed to do the outro? Is that can that be the final words? Uh, okay. All right. You you can do you the can outro. Do Let's do there it. You go. You go. Yeah, do it. I'd like to thank myself, because I was a guest, and Don, AE5DW, <laughs> and Neil for hosting the show until I took it over at the end here. Uh, everybody listening, uh, nobody called in, uh, but that's okay. Uh, hopefully we'll see you next week, Thursday night, 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time, 6 o'clock p.m. Pacific. And, uh, Neil, what are we going to be talking about next week? Okay, so, yeah, so the, the group from the Orlando Hamcation and Orlando Amateur Radio Club will be here. They're going to talk about the uh, Carol Perry and, uh, award and the, the, all the plans coming up for uh, Hamcation and, and some of the stuff coming up with that. So that's that's what will be on next week. John John yeah. says it's not him. It's going to be it's going to be uh, Michael and Mike. So uh, so John, I, I apologize. I, I assumed you were going to be here, but Michael and Mike will be here to talk about some Hamcation stuff next week. Now wait a minute, Chris. You forgot the most important part of the of the closing. Of the closing. Yeah. Is that so? For now, this is Chris Bro, KDYVJ. No, 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 no. Neil, Neil, say it with me. Neil, say it with me. Say it with me. That's a wrap. That's a wrap. Neil already said it, so I wasn't going to take it again from him. All right. I. That's his line. I'll let him do that. Kids these days. Oh, I know. We're so proud of you. Congratulations. Um, I'm, I'm so proud that, uh, that, that, that you got this award. Um, I'm, I'm more proud that you're my friend. So congratulations. Thank you. Appreciate it, Don. Thank you, Neil, for having uh, us on. Yeah. Appreciate and, it. And Thanks. the same from, from me. Glad to uh, um, be able to share in, in this uh, with you and provide a venue for you. And... <laughs> And just so proud of all you've done and, and all your uh, accomplishments and, and glad that you could get this and, and you've done a fine job on uh, on so many different things with with the museum, youth on the air and, yep. and 
on this show, you know, you, this is second or third time, I think, on this show. So, you know, you've done a done a great job. So I, I appreciate uh, all that you do and, and your parents and, and the friendship of, of all of your family. And uh, look forward to, to seeing you again soon. All right, Chris. There, there you go. There's your cue. There you for, go. For the That's final my cue. line. Sorry. So for now. So for now. 73. Yep. 75. And may the good be DX be yours. There good we night. go. Good night, everybody. Good night. Good night.